my weekly milk, where one can be fed with the milk of the Word of God, be stirred up in the Spirit and filled with spiritual strength to face the challenges we might encounter during the week and come out victorious. We should forward this my weekly milk to as many people as we think it might bless. Remember, the Bible has the final authority. Therefore, brethren, whatever you read in this letter, be like the Christians of Berea who went back and checked in the scriptures if it was so. Presented to you by Jerry Melander, but everybody calls me G. Topic Leaven in Bread Read by Lynn Giles and published by Calvin Giles We will be looking at the leaven in the bread, what it means and what its implications in the life of a born-again believer are. Our main scripture is taken from Matthew 13 verse 33. Another parable he spoke unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leavened. Chapter 1. The Kingdom of Heaven The kingdom is an undivided territory under the dominion of a king. The message of Jesus was about the kingdom, not an earthly kingdom but a heavenly kingdom. The main theme of Jesus in the four Gospels is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus expects it also to be the main theme of our preaching. When Jesus sent his disciples two by two, he told them in Matthew ten seven, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew ten eight, Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, Cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. The preaching of the kingdom of heaven, being at hand or drawing near, was to be the subject matter of the ministry of the disciples, just like it was Jesus's. John the Baptist was in harmony with the preaching of Jesus, for he said to the people, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 3 verse 2 the Jews understood this phrase, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, as the coming of the Messiah is near. John the Baptist, being the one going before the face of the Messiah, was telling the people that the coming of the Messiah was drawing near, therefore they have to amend their ways, they have to repent. He was there to turn the heart of Israel to their heavenly Father, Malachi 4, 5-6. Believers have understood that part of the message they are supposed to preach. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. In our time, it will be the second coming of Jesus, our Messiah, is drawing near. There is one aspect of the preaching of the kingdom of heaven is at hand that we have not understood. While Jesus was on earth with his disciples, why did he have to preach the kingdom of heaven is at hand with his disciples since he was already on earth? Jesus, with his preaching of the kingdom of heaven, was letting the world know that whatever you are going through, there is help from heaven for you. What are you looking for? Is it forgiveness, healing, cleansing, resurrection from the dead, prosperity? 
I want you to know that there is help from heaven for you, because Jesus, the King of the Kingdom of Heaven, is in your midst. When unbelievers hear us telling them the Kingdom of Heaven is at hand, in their mind they think of doom days, the end of the world. They think we are telling them that tomorrow they will die for the world is ending, and they just walk away from us. Of course the world will end one day according to the scriptures, and no one knows that day, only the Father. As we proclaim the coming of our Lord Jesus to people, let us not fail to tell them that there is help from heaven for them, for the King Jesus over the kingdom of heaven is in their midst. For once we have responded to the initial call, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What further needs from the teaching of the kingdom of heaven do we require? Once we repent and put our faith in Jesus, King Jesus comes and lives in us through the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is now inside us. Luke 17 verse 21 But Jesus was still preaching the kingdom of heaven to his disciples, who had already received the baptism of repentance and put their faith in him. Over and over we see Jesus in the Gospels explaining the parables of the kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God to his disciples. Why did he not stop teaching them about the kingdom of heaven when they believed in him? Chapter 2 Why proclaim the kingdom of heaven is at hand? For us who are already born again, we are not terrified about the second coming of Jesus. We know that we are saved and will reign with Jesus. We want to have a victorious life on earth. We want the will of God the Father found in heaven be done on earth. Luke 11 verse 2 For that to happen, we need to discover how the kingdom of heaven operates. After all, there is help from heaven for us, but how do we get that help? Jesus spent his time on earth explaining to his disciples how the kingdom of God operates because he wanted them to receive help from heaven concerning everything they were facing. The way the kingdom of the world operates is not the way the kingdom of God operates. Therefore we must learn the ways of the kingdom of God in order for us to receive help from heaven. Knowing that we are in the world or in the kingdom of the world, but we are not of the world, we belong to the kingdom of heaven. The children of the world in their generation are wiser than the children of light. They know how the worldly system operates and how to get help from it, but the children of light do not know how the heavenly system operates and how to get help from heaven. Luke 16 verse 8 Jesus told us that every scribe or scholar it simply means every student of the Word of God, instructed or taught concerning the Kingdom of Heaven, is like a householder who brings out of his treasures things new and old. Matthew 13 verse 52 In other words, there are treasures stored up for each one of us in Heaven, old treasures and new treasures. If only we are instructed concerning the Kingdom of Heaven, how it works, we would be able to have these treasures on earth as it is in heaven. Luke 11 verse 2 God does not want to hide anything from us. It is all written, but we need to be instructed. Chapter 3 Leaven in the Bread 
The word of God is the bread of heaven. We know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4 verse 4 The word of God is the bread God is using to feed his people, that they may grow thereby. The word of God is pure and there is no impurity in it. Psalm 119 verse 140 this bread is made from an incorruptible seed, not a corruptible one, and that incorruptible seed lives forever. 1 Peter 1 verse 23 There is nothing wrong with the word of God. It is pure and incorruptible. The problem lies with what we put inside that bread in the process of transforming that pure and incorruptible seed into bread. The teaching of the Word of God and the vessel, the person, used to teach that Word of God are the problem. The teaching or doctrine that people make out of the Word of God is the leaven they put into the bread. So we have to cross-examine all teachings or doctrines we receive to find out if they agree with the revelation Jesus gave us in the Gospel. 3.1. Leaven of sin, leaven of malice and leaven of wickedness. The first thought that would have come to the disciples of Jesus being Jews was leaven in the bread is symbolic for sin. When the Jews came out of Egypt, the house of bondage, on the day of Passover, God instructed them not to put leaven in their bread. And whenever they commemorate the day of Passover, they keep it without leaven. They carefully search their houses whether there is any crumb. They thoroughly remove leaven from their houses. Paul will tell us the same thing. God told the Jews, Therefore purge out or clean out the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, since we truly are unleavened. For Christ our Passover was sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7 to 8 when we become born again, we should stop practicing sin, malice and wickedness. These are the old leaven. Christ, our paschal lamb, has purged out that old leaven that was in us. We should watch out for any teaching or doctrine condoning sin. It is not from God. That kind of teaching or doctrine, in trying to put back the old leaven in us, we are to be unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Paul will warn us about such teachings that condone sin, saying, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid! How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Romans 6 verse 1 to 2 Many times it is because we are sinning ourselves that we are teaching other people to practice sin. But Jesus himself will hammer the point home, saying, Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5 verse 19 There is help from heaven for each one of us. Jesus, our paschal lamb, is able to take away our sins. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1 verse 9 
May God help us to flee any teaching or doctrine condoning the practice of sin, but furthermore may God purge out of our flesh the leaven of sin, the leaven of malice and the leaven of wickedness, for our flesh is bread indeed, and we want it to be an unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. John 6 verse 51 3. 2. The leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees We have already established that we want to have nothing to do with the leaven of sin, malice and wickedness, and furthermore we are asking Jesus, our Paschal Lamb, to purge those leavens out of our body and help us to renew our mind from any teaching that promotes those leavens. Just like yeast leavens a whole lump, so will that kind of teaching or doctrine corrupt our body and spread like a cancer in the whole body of Christ. What are other leavens that God does not want us to have in us? Jesus will tell us to take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Matthew 16 verse 6 the disciples later understood that Jesus was not talking of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine or teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Matthew 16 verse 12 The leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees is hypocrisy. Luke 12 verse 1 God hates hypocrisy. He told us, Let love be without hypocrisy or dissimulation. Romans 12 verse 9 Chapter 3, 2, 1. What hypocrite and hypocrisy are? According to the Bible, the Greek word Hippocrates, a hypocrite, is an actor under an assumed character. He is a stage player. He or she feigns to be that person people are seeing. Let us put it this way. When he or she is in church or with believers, she or he acts like the believers and talks like them just for that moment. And as soon as they are gone, they are acting in their old ways. Everything they do is to be seen by men, to have the applause of men, because it was just an act on stage. Hypocrisy, according to the Bible, is a Greek word, hypocrisis. It's acting under a feigned part. It is deceit, condemnation, and dissimulation. So any teaching of condemnation is not of God, but of the Pharisees and Sadducees. There is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8 verse 1 God has not sent his Son into the world to condemn it, but that the world through Jesus might be saved. John 3 verse 17 Furthermore, Jesus is telling each one of us, Neither do I condemn you. John 8 verse 11 Condemnation is not of God the Father, nor of Jesus, nor of the Holy Spirit, but of the hypocrites. John 16, verse 8 to 11. Jesus will talk to us about the hypocrites. Matthew 7, verse 4 and 5. Or how will you say to your brother, Let me pull out the mote out of your eye, and behold, a beam is in your own eye? You hypocrite! First cast out the beam out of your own eye, and then you shall see clearly to cast out the mote out of your brother's eye. Let us not be so quick to judge brethren, but let us examine ourselves whether we are still in the faith or not. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5 Let us not be self-righteous, thinking that we are the only one standing in the faith, the only one with the truth, 
But let us take heed lest we fall. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 12 For no one has the whole truth but Jesus who is the truth. We only know in part and foretell events or prophecy in part. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 9 Even when we think we are mature spiritually, let us restore the weak believers in the spirit of meekness or gentleness. Galatians 6 verse 1 We must always speak the truth in love without putting condemnation in the heart of the young believers. Ephesians 4 verse 15 Jesus, the one we are supposed to imitate, saw the mote in the eye of the Samaritan woman. She had five husbands and the one she was living with was not her husband. Jesus exposed her sin, but in love. He spoke the truth in love and it imparted grace into the life of that woman to receive salvation and go to evangelize in her town. John 4 he did the same thing with the woman caught in the very act of adultery. He did not condone adultery at all, neither did he condemn her, but spoke the truth in love, and it imparted grace to that woman to receive the forgiveness of her sins. John 8, verse 1 to 12 If anyone needs forgiveness of sins for his or her past life, Jesus forgives sins. There is help from heaven for him or her. In Luke 13, verse 10 to 17, Jesus was teaching in the temple of the Jews on a Sabbath day, and there was there a woman who was bound with the spirit of infirmity for 18 years. Jesus loosed her from her infirmity, but the rulers of the synagogue were not happy, for it was a Sabbath. But Jesus told them, Hypocrite! Does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead it away to watering? The message of the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What we said can be contextualized as there is help from heaven for you. Here was the daughter of Abraham in need of healing, but the hypocrites were trying to prevent her from receiving her help from heaven. They were simply envious of Jesus because they could not help anybody and Jesus was helping everybody even on the Sabbath. My friends, there is help from heaven for you. Let no hypocrite try to cheat you of your reward through man-made religion. Colossians 2 verse 18 to 23 To be continued